Law enforcement officers often consider their fellow officers as a brotherhood or sisterhood. That extends to canine officers, police dogs. Quite frankly, some officers spend more time with their canine companions than they do with their own families, making those dogs de facto family. But how do we train police officers to render first aid to their dogs in emergencies, such as having ingested poisons? Phyllis Erdman is an expert in veterinary education and talks about the unique bond between law enforcement canines and their handlers, as well as some new research she's done. Education Eclipse starts now. Education, news, and research. These are the conversations happening inside education, athletic training, sports science, and sport management that are going to transform each. It's Education Eclipse from Washington State University. Back here on Education Eclipse, and I'm joined by Phil Erdman, College of Education, with what I think is a pretty interesting research, canine law enforcement officers and their handlers. First of all, Phil, thanks for joining me. You're quite welcome. I hate to bring up negative first, but it seems like whenever I hear about a relationship between uh, an officer and their canine, usually it's when there's something bad that happens, like the canine has, has been shot or killed or whatever, and they, they it's like a man down. I mean, it's officer down, and you hear about very distraught officers, which I think tells a compelling story about the relationship or that bond between them. But you know so much more just because it's what you study. So tell me a little bit about your research and that bond. The bond is actually quite important. And some of one of the most interesting things was an open-ended question we ask about what do veterinarians need to know about that relationship. And it's true that some dogs are shot, but what they said is veterinarians need to give us some first aid knowledge too. So if an animal is shot or stabbed, or if they ingest in poisons or explosives, how do we immediately take care of them right away? So a lot of these dogs live for quite a few years, and at the end of their career, when they retire, they actually, most of them go back and live with the, fam with the police officer and their family. So they actually have, they become couch potatoes after they retire. But it is a special bond, it's a special relationship, and they say, trust us because we know more about these dogs than anybody else. So if we come into the vet and say, there's something wrong with this dog, please, take us seriously because there's really something going on. I do that to the doctor sometimes and they tell me there's nothing wrong with me and I understand the frustration <laughs> so I, I, maybe I'm not seeing the right kind of doctor, I don't know. So how many people did you end up serving as part of this research? There was 200, I'm looking at on here, 275 people were surveyed. Out of that we had probably 100 and about 150 people who responded to that question. So they take it really seriously. Um, it's an important thing and you know some of them said it's important to have the same vet so they understand their relationship. They ever complain about shedding? No. <laughs> That's part of that relationship. I see some of your statistics here. Uh, this is really interesting. 97% plus feel their canine partner is part of their family which I think is pretty neat actually. I don't know if this is part of your survey but why do you think that is? That they feel like it's part of their family? Because several people said, I spend more time with this dog than I do my family. I spend more time with this dog than I do with other people. Um, so they're with them 24-7. They rely on them. The dog relies on them. They rely on the dog. And, you know, one comment said, as much as I respect and I honor this relationship, I also know that a human life is probably more important than, a, than an animal life. But I also have to protect my partner if something comes up with the responses how many of those might have been like local law enforcement maybe state police federal officers 
Um, I, we have that breakdown somewhere. We sent it out through the National Survey, through the National Sheriff's Association, and we had 138 local law enforcement, 47 from the state, and 22 from federal. Most of these, of course, were male respondents, but there are obviously a higher percentage of male police officers than female. I guess if we were to look at the conclusion of all this, understanding the intense bond is, is going to be important. Opening up some, some understanding with veterinarians to that bond can also help them. Right, and I was just speaking with someone from the vet college, and the question is, veterinarians are being trained more, I think, to let owners be present with their animals. And it would be interesting to know what we do here at WSU, and I don't know that for sure. So it would be interesting to know, because this is the message to the veterinarians about if an animal comes in with a police officer, what do I need to know? How do I need to treat it? How is it different from any other? Everybody loves their pets, so everybody's going to come in and say, my pet is the most important thing in the world. So how is that really different from an officer who comes in and says, my partner is the most important thing right now at this time? From the results, where do we go with this? How do we get this in front of veterinarians, in front of the police chief who can disseminate that to their audiences? What do we need to do? I'm hoping to share it with a group called the Human Animal Bond Club in the Veterinary College. It's a group of students who started um, a club a couple of years ago. Um, and they are very interested in learning about So I think it's to start sharing the information at the veterinary colleges. Um, we're hoping that we can find an appropriate place to publish it. I don't know what that's going to be yet, but I think getting the message into the veterinarians in training and the veterinary colleges is the most important thing now. I got an idea. How about NBC Nightly News? NBC Nightly News would be a fantastic. <laughs> All right, we'll work on that. And uh, in the meantime... We're also doing a second survey on uh, service animals and their owners because they have the same relationship. Okay, well, thank you very much. So you just gave me the idea for another podcast at some point here in the near future. But Phyllis, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you. You've been listening to Education Eclipse, a College of Education podcast from Washington State University.